This is a Broad Pods production. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the reward-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is a Broad Pods production. This is Broad Radio. For you, by you. Broad Radio. Here for more. Hi, it's Joe Stanley here. Welcome to Broad Radio On The Go. We're all about lifting the voices of women. And in this episode, my co-host Nellie Thomas and I talk about the making of gloriously diverse television with amazingly diverse characters with one of the writers of Heartbreak High, Marique Hardy. But first, we give credit where it's due to the legendary Dolly Parton as she is inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm very excited to report, having read it on the Twitter, yes, that Dolly Parton has finally been inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame. Were you not shocked that she wasn't already? They had invited her, but right. she had declined. Oh, why? Did she, she said, have a conscientious objection? She said she was not a rock star. Right, oh. but now she feels that she has engaged with that part of music, right? So, but she becomes oh, that's fascinating, the, isn't that? That is fascinating. So it's it's a it was a category refusal, not a I won't take the Queen's honours because I don't believe in the monarchy. No, no, no. It was I don't fit there. Yeah. So ah. now she is the only artist to be inducted into the Rock, Country, Gospel, and Songwriters Halls of Fame. Dolly is everything to everybody. I mean, that's, I'm just, Jolene is one of the greatest songs of all time. Of all time. I mean, please don't take my man. Although I did love, <laughs> did you see all the memes in, in COVID? No, Jolene, feel free to take my man. I'm like, <laughs> it's all yours, these lockdowns. I've had enough. I've had enough. I just where's, want my own room. Where's Jolene when I need her? <laughs> where's Jolene? Walk up my street. Walk this way. Walk uh, this way. Absolutely. Did yeah, you no. love Dolly as a kid? She was the very first album that I was allowed to have of my yeah. own, yeah. actually. Yeah. We had ABBA that my sisters and I shared. Yeah. And then I got Dolly by myself and I would put the on headphones vinyl? on. No, cassette. Right. And I'd have those big sound air headphones yeah. with the very long cord yeah. in the family room because we weren't allowed music in our own room. Yeah. And I'd play that over and over. It was my only, my only album. Hang on. You weren't allowed music in your own room? No. Why? 
Um, Might lead to dancing. Uh, yeah. They, well, I mean, we didn't have the money to have our own music in our own room, I sure. guess. It was oh, long. So you didn't have a, another uh, like cassette player? No. Okay. It was I the thought only it was like a rule. Player. Uh, no, I think my mum quite liked us being in our family room in this sort of communal space to be watched over yeah maybe yeah i don't know we were, we were a very conservative family uh, I was gonna say, i've got a footloose vibe i can <laughs> see kenny loggins i can see joe <laughs> dancing by herself in the backyard there was an element of that right. yeah absolutely what about but for me it was i will always love you i oh, loved that song and i loved beautiful. that she did the talky bit oh same i hope love treats and you kind and i hope that you have all did you ever dream of? dreamed of. <laughs> For me, it was probably Islands in the Stream with Kenny. Oh, yes. So when we were kids, you know, back in the day, it was all boob jokes, you know, which I think yeah. is an interesting um, kind of trajectory for, like, women in general. Like, she was really reduced to how she looked. And I think she handled that very well. She owned that. She owned it. I remember seeing her on Oprah. I know you love an Oprah reference yeah. when she's like, you know, it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. Yes. You know, like she just fully owned it. But as kids, that's all I saw was the jokes about the boobs and all the rest and of it. The and, and the rhinestone. And the rhinestones and the hair. And, yeah. and then as I got older and I think my own sort of feminist consciousness developed, I started to go, hang on, this is a really, not just a powerful singer, a powerful woman, mm. a powerful prep. Like she's always been independent, mm. you know, bought her own production companies from a young age, a bit like Oprah actually yes. recognised early on, I need to be in charge of my creativity. Do you think that's a shift in how we have seen w women over the years though? Like in the 80s, women were totally reduced to their Correct. to their yeah. appearances, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then gradually we've realised that feminism does mean choice and it does mean that you can present yourself however mm. you wish. And she's extremely mm. business-oriented. And I love her values too. Oh, incredible. Like proper working class values. Mm. Like proper, like someone who grew up in poverty who hasn't then gone, I'm just going to accrue and show off. Mm. I mean, clearly she enjoys her money, good on her. Yes. But she gives a lot away. Mm. Is it true that she has full sleeves and she wears, she wears always like um, long sleeve clothes and if she's got like a short sleeve, she'll see that she's got a mesh over a it. Mesh. And I've heard that she has full sleeve tattoos on both arms, but she doesn't oh, share them. God, I hope that's true. I think that's true. Oh. I feel and now like I want to know what the tats are. I know, but I love that she might be keeping it to herself as Do well. You know what? That wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't. I've never heard that, but it wouldn't surprise me. I maybe our next guest would know this. I feel this is a thing that Marie Cardi right, would know. So we must her. we must ask her. Welcome if you are joining <laughs> us live. By the way, do share your comments along the way. Katrina is saying, "Oh, check out the performance." Yes, yes I must say this. Jolene yes. at the Hall of Fame. It yes. had pink. It had Duran Duran randomly. Who knows why? Yes. And and of course Dolly and a bunch of other amazing artists all singing Jolene. Can I also incredible. recommend that you go immediately and look up Miley Cyrus singing Jolene? Oh, the best. It will blow your hair back but that again great trivia she yes. of course is um dolly's goddaughter yeah oh come on oh, you think they all chills. hate each other i they love don't. those women <laughs> turns out some of them are quite nice <laughs> family yeah yeah family yeah. oh i love it i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, yes, let's uh, get to our first guest because I tell you what, I was literally overjoyed when I learned that Heartbreak High, the reboot, yes. was in Netflix's global top 10 most watched shows. Incredible. And, gosh, what a series it is. And uh, I was thrilled in part because it gives me reason to welcome back to Broad Radio screenwriter and all right, all round creative brilliance, Marie Hardy. Hello. Hey, Marie. Woo. Woo. And I'm Hi. loving that orange. Thank oh. you. That's Look at a us pop. All with our pop with I our know. Yeah. Do you know? Is, am I right in saying that Dolly has full sleeves and she keeps them hidden? I've heard that rumor as well, and I will believe everything about her. Only, only the good. Only the good. Correct. I like she. Everything you were saying about Dolly is absolutely yeah. true. Businesswoman, mogul, powerhouse, incredible songwriter. The just the whole the way that she sets she sets who she wants to be and is unashamedly so i think just she's does an inspiration it. for all of us yeah marek you can confirm or deny this did did she not do nudes for her husband on her 75th birthday i believe so yeah i mean triana is saying yes our come producer on. triana i am here for that <laughs> yes yeah. i love it <laughs> yeah. yeah yes well back to you though yes, marek um oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Dolly, whatever. Let's talk about me for a little bit. Let's talk about Marie's notes. Oh, Dolls, congratulations. Oh, there, are so many. there are so many moves every time because I'm such a political junkie. Yeah. And when I get so impassioned and crossed, I get the pip, I love elections, and my friend's like, you should run. I'm like, too many nudes. Too many nudes. There are too many nudes out there. Uh, I'm not ashamed of them, obviously. Because I look great, but uh, you just, you know, I, I, we, we, I think we're going to talk about the slow, sad, gradual demise of Twitter. But I've been thinking about leaving, and so I downloaded my archives, like all uh. that you can do that you can get your old archives before you delete it, and they go back to 2009. Yep. Am I proud of that? I don't know. And I'm like, I'll just read some of the old tweets, and I was reading them, going, Oh my god, shut up! Yeah. Shut up. Um, so much problematic self posturing and, we all do. and I just yeah, I thought that someone at you know news.com.au got them archived anyway, so there's no point deleting them. But yeah. Yeah. All out yeah. there. Yeah. I mean what so under what circumstance were you doing nudes? Um, well, I was uh, kind of young and raw and and show offy and so um and going and body proud and i did that you know i probably did them for partners but i also just did photo shoots because i'm mm. like look at my boobs which is awesome <laughs> very sex positive um like i said i'm not embarrassed of them at all but they're everywhere there are like internet threads with guys that like the book show going look at her boobs oh um, man. <laughs> that's that's great. But see, I wonder in that context, like there's so many, like nudes are so ubiquitous now 
that I wonder if it actually would get in the way of you running for office because who doesn't have newts? Me. Well, yeah, but I you've been married for 78 of years. The, of the current parliament, I hope several, but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I probably think about Chicholina, the magnificent mm. former porn star who became a politician in Italy and part of her campaign was just walking around in the nude yeah. and um, and flashing her boob at press conferences, which I think is a great way to detract attention from a question you don't want to answer. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Several people start doing that immediately. We've, we've got Julia Banks on in just a moment, so we'll have to ask her. <laughs> we really won't. She's actually, I can see yeah. that she's watching and Don't laughing. worry, Julia, we will <laughs> not be like, asking oh. that. No. <laughs> Should we talk heartbreak high? Yes, let's. Yeah. Because, oh my gosh, I mean, there's so much we want to talk oh, to you about and we golden. will get to Twitter in a minute. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, heartbreak high. Yeah, Congratulations, Marie. It is so gloriously, beautifully queer and diverse. Yeah. And I just, my, I watch it with my 13-year-old and she, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of watching through my eyes because there's so much sex. <laughs> so much sex. Um, but it's just so great. Congratulations. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is just, what, it's such a joy and a gift to be involved in. It's testament to the beautiful showrunner, Hannah Carroll Chapman, and the group of writers that she put together. It was a very diverse, queer-friendly writers' room, which then uh, we had a lot of pre-cast cast members who came to us and helped form the characters. The direction was great. The music was great. I thought the wardrobe reader did an amazing oh, job. Incredible on the wardrobe. wardrobe but it's like yeah. I've been working in the industry a really long time as a writer, and I've never worked on something that's had this sort of global reach. And mm. we've got a writers WhatsApp group, which is just pops off consistently. Like in that first couple of weeks, where it was growing momentum, we just kept going on the WhatsApp group, going what is happening mm, and mm. as soon as all these like american kids are doing tiktoks about our scripts mm. and we would send them to each other it was just exhilarating it is exhilarating it's just it's so beautiful to have something that's so australian mm. and really reflects australian culture having that reach and not going it's just like an american show but with australian accents so mm. yeah hearing um americans try and translate our Australian slang has been quite amusing yeah. as well. Do you know what I found so interesting watching it? I mean, I watch it through the, a couple of lenses. One, I've got a 15-year-old, um, and the other one is for many, many years I did, the, you know, consent and respect shows. So just the refreshing nature of the discussions of sex and, sex and sexuality, but also that diversity of the cast, it just strikes me that the gatekeepers for so long were telling creative people like us, you can't have a brown girl in mm. the lead. You can't have a non-binary character. You can't have an autistic actor who is proudly neurodivergent. You can't have these things. It's not relatable. Well, they were wrong. Mm. Yeah, I, and that and the, no one will, would watch it if that no was one the will case. Watch it. Or yeah. if they were in in a role, it would have to be to teach the other characters, the white mm. characters, a lesson. Yes. It was like, oh, mate, that's made me think about racism. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so yes. to, to not have that be a major part of their story. Mm. And that's so lovely what you say about consent as well. So I wrote episode three. Mm. I learned a lot about essays. That was great. Mm. Um, but there's a sex scene between Amory and Malachi mm. at the end mm. of the episode, which is where they keep checking in with each other. And I just keep thinking, I wish I had that sort of sex. Absolutely. Like it was really beautiful to be able to write 
the sex scene that I wish that I'd had at mm. that age mm. um, and hopefully puts those conversations in the minds of the people who are having that lived experience at the moment. Mm. Well, and to see it doesn't ruin sex. No, it's sexy. Again, this is the other thing oh that we're God. told. If you check in, if you ask, no one has sex like that. Yeah, they do and they can. And, but also it can be really, really sexy. <laughs> like it's not, you know, yeah. like I think people who are against that kind of mm. uh, checking in on each other just out themselves as really shit lovers. Yeah, <laughs> and Savage, who I'm sure I'll paraphrase absolutely poorly. Oh, I'm obsessed, Marek. Does talk about having yes. that conversation and saying mm. that heteronormative, cishet people, mm. um, able-bodied people miss out because they just go, well, we know what happens. That goes yes. in there. And yeah, then yes. we get them like, this is how. But a lot of other people have to have conversations mm. before they get into bed, sometimes for, mm. for body reasons, mm. sometimes for sex sexuality reasons and there's something really beautiful that that becomes part of the foreplay that conversational mm. element and i think having those conversations is a really essential part of it because you're ripping up the script mm. yeah and going what yeah. what do you actually like and what <laughs> yeah. do i like yeah yeah, yeah. That script. yeah. that's it mm. um no assumptions i love it um mm. My daughter, of course, she's 13 and she uh, was a bit, Mum, I don't want to watch this with you because there's so much sex. And I was like, babe, we are. Because she's already watched it and then I watched it again with her. Um, are you getting, have you had incredible responses from your audience and, and you know, personal notes mm. and all of that kind of feedback? Yeah, absolutely. And the, the heartening thing is that there was a lot of different ages in the writing room as well, but there's no guarantee when you put out a show like that, potentially sometimes all the nostalgic people who watched it in the 90s are the only people who watch it. Mm. And the teenagers go, that sucks, or vice versa, or the you know the oldies go, well, it's not a where's Drasic, you know. Uh, so <laughs> to to really see that it's appealed to different generations and put some really interesting conversations actually on the table for families and mm. for parents and children, I think is is a really beautiful byproduct of a show that of course we wanted to be entertaining and funny and rich and dramatic and exciting. And I mean, I watch, I rewatched it when it was on. I cried in the final episode. I knew mm -hmm. what was gonna happen. Mm. So yeah. I think that like... it looks and sounds like them. I mean, mm. again, having a 15 year old, you know, I mean, I'm a fan of your work. I know you, but I didn't direct her to it at all. Like her and her friend group found it. And they simply will not tolerate anymore sitting down and watching a show that's, you know, a fully white cast, a mm. fully straight cast. They just won't do it. You know, they and see themselves that, in it. Yeah, and that authenticity, I mean, the, like I said, the writer's room is is neurodivergent, is mm. queer, is, is racially diverse, has different ages. But then you've got the cast who are actually, mm. if not teenagers, they're very fresh out of being teenagers. Mm. So when we would do read-throughs, if there were words that stuck with them, they would they would change them so they mm. probably made us look a lot cooler than we are. Yeah. So um, to Twitter because you and I follow, uh, we, we follow each other on Twitter and, and um, uh, I've been a little bit because I'm so I'm tired and busy right so I haven't really yeah. kept across <laughs> I haven't kept across what has been going on there but I've read your tweets about the takeover from Elon Musk and in a way you know this incredible beautiful community of diversity that we're talking about on Heartbreak High that's really what I've seen and experienced of Twitter in a lot of ways but now it's changing mm. and I need a little bit of a, a I need a breakdown of what's going on there because I should I be leaving Twitter what's going on I mean it's it's there's a lot of people that I follow and love and respect who are like I'm gonna stay and, and just watch this out and I'm like I'm not afraid of change obviously it might be transitioning into a new kind of space it's just it's a pity it's at the hands of this absolute fucking flog Elon Musk who 
is so butthurt about getting laughed at. He just seems to be changing the rules as he goes. Um, I think it is, it's disappointing. It's potentially dangerous in terms of hate speech. He keeps to be chest beating about free speech, which is what everyone does before they say something very racist. Mm. Um, I think the fact I think the fact that he's charging and he's got this whole thing about verification ticks being about the lords versus the peasants. And it's not really, sometimes verification helps protect, helps protect people from identity theft mm. and to make sure that information is valid and seems to me at the moment the only accounts he's banning are people who are impersonating him yesterday yes. he, banned, he banned kathy griffin the comedian because no. she pretended to be him after stating he's like comedy is back now that i own twitter comedy is legal again <gasps> the minute someone started impersonating him he's like but no one's allowed to impersonate anybody or they get suspended and i saw this great tweet oh, this wow. morning with someone saying if anyone's wondering what's going on it's like when you're playing a game with your young younger sibling and they keep making up new rules as yes. they're losing. Yes. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So I, it's becoming a very chaotic space. It feels like when he who shall not be named to number 45 president used to mm. be on there where your energy for part of the time you're on there is like, why is he doing this? Shut mm. up. Mm. Instead of doing what all the beautiful things that Twitter is for, which is listening, learning, following activists, reaching out to community. For me as a writer, I follow all these amazing joke writers who are just maybe mm. like a dentist in Colorado who is just a brilliant wordsmith mm. in Melbourne lockdown it was it kept a lot of us alive I think mm. reaching out in that way and so all those things that I've loved about it there's a definite grief there I think as an activist as a writer as someone who believes in community watching a billionaire who doesn't really know how to access the space and is just seeing it in terms of numbers and and mm. profit um it's it's you know there's a grief there you get used mm. to social media changing like myspace and facebook these things fade away mm. they don't usually burn to the ground in such real time so mm. it's i'm certainly i'm i think i'm gonna leave and i'm sad about it but also life is change and life is fluid and um, well, where does know. the community go though now like that's there are people who are friends because of twitter and only because of twitter and, and what mm. what goes on now for those yeah those friendships and, and relationships i and i'm sort of watching and waiting as that happens as well because i'm i'm loath to i've opened an account at mastodon which a lot of people are going to at the oz social uh which feels like twitter in 2008 which is very cute um I'm thinking about having a public Instagram, but it's not quite the same for me, even mm. though I'm loved it's to not a the whole same. Lot of bikini shots with opinions. I think that's the real genre <laughs> that I want to get into. But, um, but it's not the same in terms of conversations. It's, it's not sort of me no. monologuing and soapboxing with a cute picture of myself. But mm. so well, I'm just sort of, I'm exploring. But that might evolve too. Yeah. I guess if knows. people mm. come over from Twitter, to Instagram or other platforms or TikTok or whatever, mm. then may, they will evolve as new people come into them. I think I think we watch and hope. One of my life mantras is open and curious to mm. try and keep that beginner's mind practice wherever we are. Mm. So mm. without kind of reaching in one way or the other, I'm just I'm watching like everyone else. And Joe, you and I will find each other no matter what. It's oh, <laughs> don't stop it! I'm very excited to hear that. <laughs> I was not robust enough for Twitter. I left about five years ago. I just couldn't. I just, my nervous system was activated too yeah. often. 
And I was like, I don't, this isn't serving me. I, but I, I, I can hear sad, that. I, and, and no doubt, I think, um, Marie, and we have Eche here, who's a, who's a regular viewer of Broad Radio. We love Eche. She says, Marie, you kept us sane during lockdown, Aww. checking in every day on Twitter. Thank so there's, there's that beautiful side to it. But you've got to be kind of thick-skinned as well. I was very good at block, you got to be block, in the block, right block, place. Block, 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 block. Actually, Marie, I can I say... Sorry, I was at an event the other night and someone said to me, um, the Premier happened to be there, and someone said to me, I did two things a day in lockdown. I listened to the Premier's presser and Marie's tweets. And that's the only thing that got me through. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's lovely. And look, I've been on the internet a long time. I taught Mm. myself HTML for blogging. So I feel like I went through that thick skin baptism mm. of fire free fall shit storm of the comment section so mm. not much gets in anymore but i think that's really good listening to your body and your nervous mm. system there are certain spaces mm. scrolling instagram always makes my body feel not great so that's the sort of disconnecting from that you find mm. what works for you and the spaces yeah. on the internet that feel happy for you so. agreed oh i love that agreed. marie thank you so mm. much and congratulations heartbreak congratulations. high i know we're seeing your writing everywhere yep. and recently it was announced that you're going to be on and you're writing a new show sbs erotic, erotic story i know I'm sexy. I've just oh. really the sex around now. It's so funny because now everyone can see what we've been doing for the last two years. These are shows that all the writers have yeah, been yeah. working on the last two years in lockdown and now they're starting to come out, which is really magnificent. Yeah, Erotic Stories is an anthology and, again, a diversity of the writing team mm. and the story. So I'm really excited. For I needed too. Erotic Amazing. Stories during lockdown. Oh, yeah. That's what I needed. <laughs> But I will come to it now, pun intended. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Thanks, Marie. Thanks, Always Marie. awesome to see you, darling. Congratulations. Thanks, beauties. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God, Nelly. You, you just reminded me of oh when God. you were talking about your nervous system. Can yeah. I tell you something that happened yes. this morning? Was it activated? So activated. Yeah. <laughs> I had a mouse incident. Oh, I can't All even. Right. <laughs> Before you tell me the incident, in the hierarchy of of um, shit shows at home, yeah. I went to it like cockroaches, mice, you know, other things. Yes. Where did mice sit for you? Well, I'm not, I just, they, I really have a problem with mice. I do too. I'd have to move out. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm ready to burn the house down. If you've got frankly. a spider, I'll come around. I will oh, personally I love, remove oh, it. Yes. No problem. Not the same. But a rat or a mouse? <laughs> no. I'm literally going, how much is my house worth? Okay. So, <laughs> tell me what happened. Well, um, I've always lived with cats for the last 15 years, but our cat is now elderly. She's 19. She's deaf. She can't be bothered. She's deaf. Yeah, she's not going to chase a mouse. She can't catch a mouse. Yeah. Can't hear it. Yeah. Can barely walk. But also, she's fed. She didn't give a shit. (laughs) Well, someone has been eating from her bowl because it keeps being Mm. completely cleaned out, which Mm. is not Maggie's style. And I'm like, God (laughs) damn it, there's a freaking mouse in the house, right? Anyway, her food is kept in one bathroom and for some reason known only to my husband, he decided last night to move her food bowl into our ensuite. And I said, you're basically luring oh, the no. creature yeah. that is eating this food yeah. into our bedroom. Ratatouille is now sleeping with me. He says, oh no, I shut the door, oh. the bathroom door. <laughs> Hang on, he needs to watch mouse videos on YouTube. Are there mouse videos? Oh yeah, yeah. My daughter loves them, and they go. They literally can. I don't know how they do it. It's like they don't have bones. They can go under door cracks. They can go through little things. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I I said to him. Are you mad? Of course, that mouse can get underneath the door. Where did you find it? 
I was about to hop in the shower. Oh, no, the worst. And you the nude. mouse ran between oh, my feet. Oh, no. Oh. Where was it going? Well, it had just been eating from the bowl and I was like... <laughs> and Des comes in and he's like, oh, who would have thought? What? <laughs> yeah, who would have thought a food source would lure a rodent? Exactly right. Daz. Oh my god! And so then the mouse runs off into the bedroom. It's somewhere in the bedroom. Who knows? I basically now have oh to no. burn the house down. So now he's in his room alone, and you need a new room. Oh yeah. Well, I'm moving out. That's right. I'm, mo- I'm like leaving with you now. You're living at my place. I did hot yoga once, Bikram yoga once. Is during the meditation when I'd almost passed out. You've done hot yoga. It's, no, it's not for me. No. A rat ran ran across me. <laughs> Across you? Across me. And I sat up and went, ah! And that really broke the meditation (laughs) Where were were you doing this? Well, in an inner city place in Melbourne. (laughs) I'd endured the yoga in the 42 degrees. And then just, but of course, a rat's going to love a stinky yoga room, isn't it? Yeah, but again, where's the hygiene? Oh, mate. That That was the least of their worries. (laughs) Wow. gosh that was so full on Nelly how could she have coped oh my god well from rats in the yoga studio to rats in parliament house make sure you check out our next episode of broad radio on the go with former liberal MP turned independent MP Julia Banks she talks about workplace culture and what she was subjected to when she was in parliament as well as we have a really important interview with Jocelyn Bignold who is CEO of Macaulay Community Services for Women, all about emergency housing for women fleeing family violence. It's really, really important conversation. We'd love you to join us. That's over on the next episode of Broad Radio on the go. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.